This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hi, and welcome to The Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and this is a show about getting better all the time. So let's dive right in and get to it. Don't forget to to hit follow, subscribe, whatever's on wherever you're listening. Hit five stars. Leave a review if something speaks to you. By the way, I had a meeting yesterday with Sky, who helps us with all our metrics on this show, and it is growing. And I just want to say I'm so grateful. Thank you. It feels it just it makes my heart burst open. And I'm so excited. And anytime that you do the, show those little bits of support, I'm so grateful. And it makes a world of difference or even share with a friend if something calls to you. So thank you so much for being here. I am super stoked about it. And of course, we're using our voices to just get stronger all the time. Every time we use that muscle, it gets stronger. So that's what we're here for, to overcome fear and live our best lives. So let's do that. Here we go. I'm so excited to share about one of my favorite things, and that is sovereignty and their supplements. We've got a discount code at the end. Stick around for it just a minute. And let me tell you about the game-changing, life-changing, better brain-enhancing supplements that are from sovereignty. They can take your workouts to the next level. They can help you sleep better. They can help you get things done or just help you meditate better. I mean, it's it's incredibly engineered stuff that I am 100% behind. My favorite is Purpose Plus. I took it this morning. Oh my gosh. I have been like, like I took it on an empty stomach and I probably should have eaten some first, but I didn't care. I went with it anyway. And I mean, I feel like my brain has been lit up today. I just feel great. Talk about something that's similar to a microdose, but legal and not really a microdose. This is good. It gives you that same sort of boost. And I love it because it's a blend of CBD and CBG. It has seven clinically studied Ayurvedic inspired ingredients, adaptogens, sorry, Ayurvedic inspired adaptogens. And you can feel it right away. It empowers and supports your mind and body to feel better, be better, and get new levels of productivity. Or, as I like to say, or not. Or just tune into the productivity of your soul and just quieting your mind because it doesn't make you race. It makes you feel more alive. (laughs) How about that? And also, of course, their sleep. They have Dream Plus that enhances proper recovery with your sleep. You know I'm a sleep nerd. It relaxes and calms the mind, helps you fall asleep, helps you stay asleep longer, and has five clinically studied ingredients along with CBD and CBN and adaptogens that help heal you from the day while you sleep. They do have a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're not happy at all with your purchase. So go use code AMY, A-M-Y, for 20% off your purchase. Find out at no risk what I'm I'm talking about and why I love it. I think you're going to love it. It's at sovereignty.co, S O V E R E I G N T Y.co or sov, S O V dot live. And remember, use code Amy for 20% off your order. Welcome to the show. All right. I am so excited. I know I'm always excited, but I'm so excited, particularly about today's guest. It's Bijou Finney. Bijou is like my soul sister. She has seen me through this entire journey that I've been on, like my music, my independent artist 
music journey. She helped me with her business, Velvet Cartel, way back then. And I'll get into everything that she's done, but we've known each other a really long time. And I'm so excited to share what she's been working on for so long because she is so smart and has studied her ass off on all things brain and bettering yourself through psychedelics and habits and just all the things that I love. So I'm so excited. I've learned so much today from our conversation. I cannot wait to get to it. But first, we're going to talk a little bit because we're talking a lot about psychedelics today. And so I just wanted to touch on my own journey around microdosing and how I've viewed it. I don't currently microdose and sometimes, you know, it's just other factors in your life. Like I just, it, it literally, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, if it comes my way and it feels in flow, then okay, I'll say yes to it. And it really hasn't right now. And that's been good for me. It's not something that I've sought out. I did before because she was so into it and she taught me a lot about it. But now I think because I have a partner who's sober and I want to support that, you know, it's something that I have just been able to set aside. I know that it's beneficial, but I've been able to embrace other strategies in my own life. So this is a good conversation with Bijou. Whether you're experienced with it, you're going to learn something. If you're not experienced or just curious, that's it's really beneficial for that. And I feel like I've done it and benefited from it, but I still learned so much from her today about the benefits, about what it can bring to your life, about how it can make you more connected and more conscious. And it's super enlightening. And we actually talked today about sex magic too. We talk about how this all fits in your life. We talk about growth into who you really are. Beautiful conversation. So my microdosing journey began with her because she started doing it. So I was like, well, I better try it too. And she was like, I want you to. And so we had some similarities on our psychedelic path. And she was really actually very influential on mine and my own spiritual growth and where I am now, which, you know, involved, granted, there were other things that came my way, like my ketamine infusions last year at Illuma, which I'm very grateful for those. They were highly reprogramming for my brain. But before that, I did a couple things with her, which one is we talk about today, which is um, a, a, a hero dose or almost a hero dose of albino penis envy mushrooms, which was very intense. And she helped guide me in that. And I was really, really scared. But we we talked some about that today, but, um, but I came out okay. It lasted like four hours, something like that. So, you know, we can get so worked up and fearful and just have to surrender. And there's big lessons in that too. Anyway, though, as far as microdosing goes, I did experiment with that um, and just played around with it for off and on for probably a year and a half, I would say. And at first it was too much. And I was taking probably 0.1, I think it is. Um, and I needed to be at like 0.05 or so. And I would take that three times a week. And I was just noticing I was way too emotional. Like I would cry there. And I'm sure there were things that needed to be processed. Cause one day it was like, I was listening to a podcast and she just said something offhand about her father. And I started crying about my father's death. So, and I was like, huh, maybe I should dial in this microdose a little bit. Not that there's not something I needed to get out. There was, but it just hit me, you know, in the car at a time when 
perhaps it was pushing my emotions a little too far to the surface at that particular moment. And I had to pay attention if I wanted to do that work, maybe I needed to do it at another time. So I would take them for a few weeks, see how I felt, go off of them, and then come back to it, maybe tweak it a little. And I think I got to a point where I would take a smaller microdose every day, like 0.05. And then just that, that was plenty for me. And I would notice that I was having some creative boosts and having some more energy. And those little things add up over time, just like everything else, right? But if you're doing that, it is going to add up over time. And you're going to notice that you have um, a better outlook on life. And it's going to affect you in a way that is cumulative, which is so beautiful. But I just want to encourage people, if you, like me now, aren't finding yourself on that path, that's totally okay. There's other ways to pursue something that has the same effects and benefits. Maybe not as fast as what she talks about today, but there are things like breath work and there's a ton of stuff on Instagram. I know one of my first breath works with this was with Anahata and she is on Instagram. I'll try to, Colton, if you could make a note too, let's put that in the in the notes of today's episode that just to put a tag to her, cause she's really a fantastic facilitator. So there's a lot of natural things you can do, including meditation too. Or as I talked about with Radha a few weeks ago, uh, chanting there, there's ways to get into trances. There's ways to elevate your state and bring things out that we want to get out. I think we want to get out right. Um, through, other modalities. So I just wanted to make that known up top, but also this is a really beautiful one and I'm so excited to talk to Bijou about it today. So as I said, I met her years ago when I was starting out as an independent artist, the girl band had broken up that I was in and that I started playing music with and I was about 40 and I just happened upon a girl, a lady that was helping me plant some plants in my yard was like, I know somebody that can help you. And then he was like, I know somebody that can help you. And it led me to her. And she had a company called Velvet Cartel here in town. They did production. They did everything. She had like a store with fashion. They would do your hair and makeup. They would do a photo shoot. They would do your branding. Like they were one-stop shop, which is what she was trying to create. She had her boutique in there called Golden Bones. And it was just really cool. We clicked right off the bat because I had a clothing store years ago and love fashion. And we just we just align on a lot of things. And so we were instant friends. And um, she's she's, I think, 14 years younger than me, but it doesn't matter, you know? And anyway, we have stayed friends and seen each other grow. And she's just helped me so much. And I'm eternally grateful to her. And so it's been really cool to see her dive into this whole new realm and this whole new business of helping people in conscious entrepreneurship and just living a more conscious life and getting in tune with your passion and really being who you truly are, which is the gist of what we talk about today. Anyway, she's a total girl boss as well. Um, although we do talk about, you know, the masculine versus feminine in business today, which is a cool part of the conversation. So she's, it makes me laugh because she's like me, like has a long list of, of stuff in her bio, brand stylist, consultant, content creator, coach, biohacker, 
art director, social media strategist. Right. She's all of it. And she's super passionate about it. And I'm so excited, so excited to share her voice because she is my soul sister. We had um, some initial experiences around psychedelics together or at similar times here in Austin when she was living here before she moved away during the pandemic. They bought a farm. She and her boyfriend, Drew, bought a farm, moved to Virginia, and that's where they're building their retreat space. And it's so beautiful, too. And I've been out there. So anyway, we did have some of those initial experiences together, including Bufo um, with the same people and just around the same time and got introduced to Hoppe at the same time. And it's been a really cool in-sync journey with her. So uh, when she came into town this week, I was like, please do a podcast with me, please. And we can have a conversation and share your voice and all that you've been studying. She's also doing this Vita training that is so cool. It's a lot about integrating sex to become our best selves and to manifest, manifest our best lives. So I hope that you enjoy it. It's extremely enlightening and she has a lot of interesting practices that you can put right into your life, including that sex magic stuff. So uh, look for that. I know. I, I'm i like, did somebody say sex magic? I'm interested. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, so anyway, thank you so much to Bijou for being here today. She has a brand new rebrand too, and she is officially the Mushroom Mamacita. That's Mamacita with an S, M-A-M-A-S-I-T-A. And you can find her at mushroommamacita.com. Her old brand was called Story by Style, Story X Style. Now she is officially that. Also on Instagram, she is officially the mushroom, not the, just mushroom mamacita. And I'll have that in the notes as well. So you can just click there and get to all things beige. So let's get to today's conversation. Oh, and stick around to the end because I'm doing an affirmation at the end of every show. A little something to tie it all up nicely with a bow. I love you. And thank you for being here. Let's get to Bijou Penny. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Here we are. Reunited and it feels so good. Yay. I'm so happy you're here. Bijou, the microdose mamacita, mm -hmm. as you have rebranded to. And I love it. Congrats. Yeah. yeah I'm, um, I decided I'm mushroom mamacita and microdose mamacita. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Of it. That's right. Yeah. That's just a sub mamacita. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's many mamacitas wrapped up in here. What made you choose that? Mamacita. Does it just feel right with your El Paso With my heritage? El Paso roots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, I always try to do something a little bit easy to remember branding wise. And so that just came to me one day. And Alliteration is always really good. I love it. Me too. So I, I just went with it. It just felt right. I'm so glad. I'm so excited for you because this has been a long time in the making. Oh, yeah. Like five years now. I know. Five years, really? Yeah. Did you start microdosing then? No, I, I started. So. That was my psychedelic journey or my plant medicine journey started five years ago, like in a deep, deep way. But microdosing has been about two and a half years now. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. I feel like you turned me onto it right around then. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Let's dive into it. What all are you offering? Like I, I looked through your website, which is story by style, story X style for anyone. And of course I'll have a link up for that. Um, so, you know, you've been doing branding, you had velvet cartel, which I'll talk about all that, but um, now you've really opened up into this mm -hmm. course offering and stuff. 
Yeah. So I think what happened was um, I did a lot of internal diving and I figured out that I wasn't being as conscious as I wanted to be as an entrepreneur or in life in general. And so I really started to figure out who I was and who I wanted to be energetically and as a a business partner or as um, a coach or as just a partner in general in life. And that's when I started working with one of my clients and I developed this space, I guess, that I wanted to work with people on. And I think that the world, I honestly believe that the world would be a better place if people utilize these tools to connect more with themselves, connect more with who they are, their connection to money, their connection to love, intimacy, sex. So, you know, I'm two years and I'm about two months away from finishing my Vita program. And I was like, how do I put all of these facets of who I have become and what I've learned into like one protocol, like one offering? That's the story of my life. <laughs> how does it all fit together? As it should, right? I, I mean, it makes life more fun. But I really started figuring out like, what is money to me? What is love and sex and, and intimacy to me? And how does that have anything to do with my business? And you know, it's all energy, right? So money is energy and intimacy is energy. And your business, if you do it right, is ener- energy. And it's this ability for you to figure out who you are, what you're bringing to the planet. And if you do it right, you feel very fulfilled and you feel on fire all the time. And if you don't do it right, you can feel pretty shitty all the time. So, um, that's what I wanted to do is just offer a resource in a few different varieties, right? So some people just want to dip their toe and they just might want to figure out what microdosing is like for them to reconnect with themselves a little bit. Or they might want to figure out how to make a more conscious brand with more ethical marketing and more interesting messaging. Or they might want to dive deep and they might want to be like, who am I as a person and what am I what am I going to bring to the table? And so that's what I've been working on. And I'm so excited to be able to start offering it. And especially with the legality of it all coming to at the right time as well. It all feels like divine timing at its finest. And uh, I couldn't be more ecstatic about it. maybe this is just the reality that you chose to live in. Exactly. (laughs) I'm choosing it too. I like it. I'm glad that you're in my reality, baby. Well, yes, me too. (laughs) Because I feel like this is a big trend too, Mm -hmm. like just getting more conscious about how we're operating in the world. And do you feel like you lived that experience of the very unhappy part of it? Oh, yeah. I feel like you can't really be a good guide or aid or mentor or coach if you haven't been at the depths of the person that you're trying to help, right? And I like to think of myself before psychedelics or microdosing and then after. And wow, what a difference. Like Like what? Well, I if I'm honest with myself, I was a really shitty boss. I didn't really think about people's emotions or connecting with them. I didn't think about... You were also very young. Exactly. I mean, you were like, when you started your first business, you were like 24? Yeah. What were you? I was. I was 24. And um, also, age age definitely has something to do with it, but I also have to have empathy for myself. So what I like to think about in in regards to you, uh, we're all like a song, right? And I had input from my mom, 
my dad and the society around me. And if you don't harmonize those and and turn that into your own personal song, it can be a very interesting song. <laughs> it, unharmonic, uh, yeah. un- unmelodic, yeah. Yeah, and and I dissonant. That's yes, the word we're looking for. Yes, dissonant. and I felt like um I wasn't being I wasn't able to step away from myself to see all of that well enough until psychedelics kind of came into my life. And now that I've been able to step away from what did I inherit? What do I think? What what are people like projecting onto me? And then how can I push that away and then figure out who I am and then push that out? Right. Yeah. So it's combining all of the energy and all of the experiences that I've had in my life and then repatterning them in a way that jives better, that goes out in a more balanced, energetic way. And yeah, I was definitely not able to be intimate with people before in, in any capacity. And really? N- not na- not compared to what I can now, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know. And that's my biggest thing in life is that I would hate for people to not know right. as much as they possibly could because the abilities that you have in your life are incredible if you just give yourself some space and some room to retool them, right? And so when people are afraid of psychedelics, I'm like, just think of them as a tool that helps you. Whereas in therapy, you're going to lie to yourself. You're going to lie to your therapist. It's it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's you're not seeing what you don't see because you can't step outside of yourself to look back at yourself. So it might take a lot longer. I mean, it's still very, very important and everyone should do it. But you can go hard in the paint for a minute and then just figure out a lot and just see these changes happening in your life that make you want to keep doing the work. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And I think that that's so beautiful. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I just think that if I could help one person, two people, 10 people, whatever it is, to just like reclaim their lives and their story and figure out, okay, this is the card that I was dealt. How am, how am I going to rearrange this? How am I going to make sure that I'm happy to where my energy flows out and makes the world better? Yeah. And during one of my big trips, I had this incredible vision and it was like this wall with these glass, like crystal glasses on, in this hierarchy, I guess. And I guess the message was, is that I was always filling the glass in the middle and it would trickle down to the other glasses. And the middle glass was like relationships or money, but I wasn't going high enough up, right? So if you fill yourself up from the very top, sometimes people feel like that that's selfish but you're really going to do a better job of being a boss or um, a, a partner or a person in general if you're full from the top. And and that's kind of what I'm trying to put together for myself and for other people is like, how can we fill you from the top? What do we have to do? What muck do we have to clear? What programming do we have to get rid of to really allow you to be okay with filling your cup from the top? Ooh. What a good analogy. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. That's amazing. Yes. So I, I was thinking about something you said a minute ago. You said, you know, what you've gotten from your mom and your dad and society. Uh, you know, they say 
like we hold on to things seven generations back, I think. Mm-hmm. And so there's that ancestral piece of it that needs healing. And I think what's interesting about what you said is I see people sometimes get really bogged down in that, you know, rather than being able to sort of step back from it and say, no, I am separate from that, you know, rather than, no, that's part of me and I have to integrate it in some Mm -hmm. way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So kind of asking like what you think about that. So that's why I get so interested in brain um, work because once you kind of understand that thing that's running your life, you have a lot more empathy and understanding. Meaning of, your brain or your yeah, patterns? Your yeah. brain. Both. But the same thing. Because mm-hmm. um, like who we are as animals mm-hmm. affects our reality in our life, but also who we have been as our experiences affects who we are. And it's very easy to just get in autopilot, right? We have so much stimuli coming at us all the time that it's so easy for me to just go to point A, from point A to point B, get the food and the the nourishment that I need and and maybe the relationships that I need, but it's very hard to integrate if you've not, if you've never been taught how and to see all of that, right? So it's like I'm going to keep playing into the role that everyone wants me to, like my family put on me. And I could keep playing that because that's what's easier for everyone. Or I could completely disrupt that flow. And I could go, no, I'm not going to play into that stuff anymore. I figured out at this point who I am and I want to do things differently. Yeah. And just to tag onto that, I think that a lot of people, you know, when they get scared of psychedelics, they think that... um it's all about the psychedelic experience. It's really so much about the after. So if you can just get through those hours, then like it's really about that integration afterward. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I'm very, very passionate about is really the stigma that's associated with it. It's like people talk about a scary, bad trip. And I honestly feel that if you're with a good facilitator or if you're in a really good set and setting by yourself, that there is no such thing as a bad trip, that you're honestly clearing stuff that you're holding inside of you. And I can vouch for my experience is that I'm a much lighter person. I dropped off a lot of baggage <laughs> and I, my shell melted a lot. And I, I'm so grateful for that. And there, I've had some crazy trips. I know you have. There was one where you like gave birth to a house or something. I don't know. Remember that? <laughs> no. Um, close. Uh, <laughs> you got bigger than the house and then something came out of your vagina. <laughs> oh, we're going to go there. Okay, okay. cool. Okay. Um, Why not? No, well, so I, you know how I am. I, I take things to the extreme. And so- I wanted to know what psychedelics really were. And so I've tried a lot of different types of psychedelics Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. But then I've also done a hero dose of like um, albino penis envy, which is one of the strongest mushrooms in the world. Is that the one I did? Yes. Yeah, I did it too. Yeah, but you did three. I did five. And most men can't do five. And um, That's wild. It broke me open as a person, but... uh, (laughs) It was great because then I got to put all the pieces back in the way that I wanted to. And that's a really w- great way to say it. Yeah. And I think that, that 
shifting your reality can be a very scary thing when you're cozy in that reality, but you have to understand like the analogy of the caged tiger. Like he has food, he has shelter, he has everything that he needs Mm -hmm. um, on a basic level to live, but is his soul on fire running through the safari or anything like that? No. So safety can be very hindering, right? So sometimes you just have to be a little brave and it and it helps to have some support. But when you have that support and you go through that, the amount of change that's possible in, in, in a profound way that is positive is just like, you can't deny it. You can't say that this isn't the most amazing thing in the world and mm-hmm. it's natural and it's possible and accessible to everyone, hopefully eventually. I think we're close. Yeah. Um, what was some of the baggage that you dropped? Oh, um, I think my idea of who I am in comparison to what I should be based on what society tells Wait, me. Wait, say that again. What? So like, who am I in comparison mm-hmm. to who everyone idolizes in our society, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a really hard thing to deal with sometimes because you feel like you're not enough if you're not that, right? right? So shaking that up, being like, I don't give a hell who that person is. I am who I am. And so the confidence and self-love that came out of that was amazing. Um, the ability to to resource. So that's why I think that as an entrepreneur, it's such an amazing tool because you're hit with stress all the time and you have to constantly constantly be innovative and worried about everyone else and worried about your business. And there's just a lot, right? So the focus, the resourcing that comes out of it, because it it goes off into your life. So like one experience can change how you are after the fact. So Whenever I get really stressed now, who I was and how I handled stress years ago versus how I am now is night and day. Well, there was a lot of drinking back then too, I think, right? Oh, yeah. It was for me. There was a lot of everything back then. (laughs) I couldn't be at home alone with my thoughts. Like I was not a present person. I did not think about the ramifications of what I was doing in business or in life or my messaging. I, I was really just bulldozing my way through life. Um, That's funny for you to say that to me because I feel like I've seen you for 10, not quite 10 years, but it seemed very conscious. You know, you always seemed like you were thinking through your strategies and, you know, I was thinking through my strategies in the world that I knew the very male dominated. This is how you do business. And I always wondered why I took all these entrepreneur courses and I was a part of all these groups. And I was like, why doesn't this like resonate with me? Why isn't this like, why am I not successful at this when I'm trying so hard? And I honestly think that it's all about balance. Like when I work with some of my clients, I realize that they're either too feminine or they're too masculine or they're trying to be too masculine. And I know that sounds weird, but like, I don't think so. Cause you mentioned that episode with Anna where yeah. she talked about that masculine yeah. and feminine in business and that she's used plant medicines, which highly recommend that episode. It's yeah, really, really, it good. really good. But I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a real thing it to is. pay attention to, which is really interesting. I've had to pay attention to that myself too. 
So I, I want to figure out what am I um, in my brand and my business and my offering to the world. I need the masculine energy to help me put out my content or create my content or strategize my marketing. But I need the feminine to tell me, like, what am I really trying to say? Am I am I projecting this lack mentality or this fear that I'm saying, hey, you better buy this because if you don't, you're going to, you're screwed, right? Like what most <laughs> going people are going to die. Yeah. Your, your <laughs> life sucks, right? But otherwise I'm like, hey, like, do you need some support? Do you want mm-hmm. some help? And I think that constant messaging that we're getting really affects who we are rather than if we're just like, hey, you're human. Do you want some support? Do you want to recalibrate this? Um, it just, it just changed my life in my business. I was able to see my business as this actual living being that was maybe going to make positive change in the world rather than just a vehicle to get me and my family, the things that it needed to survive. That's beautiful. I need to, I need to do some more of that. You know, I think I've started to, with this podcast and started to, to focus on it in a different way, but um, I, I don't really give it like that kind of attention that I need to when it's the most important thing to me yes. and we get distracted by all these other things and it's good to recalibrate Yeah, I, in those instances. I think that, or it's, at least pay attention to it, have an awareness around it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of like simplified to me where all I think about is my number one job is to make sure that I am happy and healthy so that I can do better in the planet and in the world with the people that I'm dealing with. And all it is, is some really thoughtful questions and a tool that helps you give yourself the honest answer. Which oftentimes is something like a psychedelic. Exactly. Mm, That's good. Yeah. Did you take one today? A microdose? Yes. Yeah, you did. Did you take like more than usual or anything? No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to try to play around. But I'm very strict That's about my smart. dosing. Um, yeah. <laughs> after two years, I I know what I like. I know what I'm trying to get out of it, and um, it's that's what's so fun about it, though, because you know from experience mm-hmm. that you can pop your normal one to where you don't feel much other than that 30 minutes after that gives you a nice ability to meditate on your day, and then you're off to the races and you're not really worried about it. You forget you're even on it. But then there's sometimes where I might pop two or three when I'm about to go out, right? And it helps me not drink or it helps me be more social and it helps me be more open and inviting energy-wise to people to where I have better experiences and then I don't have a hangover the next day. So I you can really play with the dosage depending on what you're wanting out of it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. What if uh, you didn't have them anymore? What if they were all gone? <laughs> I, I got that question on a Q&A that I recently did, and I got such good questions because when you're really close to something and you've been working on it for a really long time, you kind of get disconnected from what the average person who has zero experience might Oh, sure. Wonder. Yeah, yeah. And so that Q&A was so I, Actually, I think that's really common with psychedelics, too, because people start talking about it in ways and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, spiritual community does that a lot, too. It needs better PR. And that's my, <laughs> that's my goal is to make it accessible and understandable. And, and you know what, to be honest with you, I take long breaks all the time because I am really trying to understand, am I dependent on this? Like, Ooh, that's good. That's what I wanted to get at. Yeah. Like, Cause you don't want to be dependent. The goal is 
it's a tool to get to you, Mm -hmm. to get to those places, at least I think, Mm -hmm. of where you don't even need it. Yeah. So over the last two and a half years, I've definitely taken month-long breaks. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I did see myself slipping back into certain patterning or like um, my mood wasn't as good or my focus wasn't as good. But when you really start looking at your life holistically and you're like, I need this much hydration, this type of food, this type of sleep, then you can just have this as a cherry on top that really helps you in the times that you need it. But really, after a couple of really big psychedelic experiences and microdosing and being really thoughtful about integrating all of that, I think that I'm in a much better place than I would have ever been. And I could just go on now, right? Like I don't need it. Yeah. And that's what's so beautiful about this medicine is that it's very safe and it's not habit forming. Like people do not get addicted to it. And that's why I'm kind of like, why is it lumped in with the heroin and Coke and Adderall and all that stuff? Because it's not anything like that at all. It's a government bullshit. Yeah. I know. We're not going to talk about that. We're not. We well, might get like shadow banned or something. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'd like to. Yeah, sure. Maybe Absolutely. one day. Uh, well, I know. It's, uh, but it seems to be changing. Yes. And the whole stigma around it seems to be changing. And, I, and I'm and i glad that you're bringing that up because uh, I always knew it was a matter of time before the powers that be would try to figure out how to make money off of it, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to synthesize it out to where you don't have the intelligent plant medicine part of it, that you're just kind of having some of the the benefits of it. So I liken it to, you know, like aspirin is derived from white willow bark. And You would know that. No, I don't. <laughs> oh. You're like, you know, no, I have no clue where aspirin's derived from. Okay. Well, they were like, oh, this one part of white willow bark really helps for like pain and headaches. Let's just make that, like pull that out and make it super strong to where it just is really effective. But what they did in extracting it is that white willow bark has another part of it that actually helps your stomach lining not get affected by it, right? So when you don't like take plant medicine as its whole, that is perfect and intelligent and exactly the way it's supposed to be, and you synthesize that out, you're really maybe making it easier and faster to feel the effects, but you're not really getting the full benefit and the way that it should be taken. So. I probably will see what happens with all of their studies and I'll probably do it just to try it. But I am a firm believer that mushrooms are an intelligent being and they give you exactly what you want. And it's highly customizable for you if you like think about what you need as a person. And I'm not into the whole like, let's just rip out that one cool aspect that I want for mood or for focus and ditch the rest. I like that. That's cool. So wait, when you take aspirin, do you take white willow bark? I don't take it. Well, I know. <laughs> but could you? Um, I mean, could you just like eat some white I willow guess, bark? I guess you would want to take the part of white willow bark that helps the stomach lining, I yeah. guess. I don't mm. know. You don't take it. Mm. What do you take? Do you take anything? No. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. That's good. Yeah. Like, I mean, I take supplements, like right, nat- sure. natural supplements, but I don't really take anything that's but, processed. But like never any Tylenol. Like a, what is it? Christian scientist. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, probably. I was bit. trying to think about w- when I took that big dose of the penis and vape, alf- what is it, albino? albino. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, 
fixed it up for me. You were going to sit with me, but you had something come up. And I only had one night I could do it because my mm-hmm. kids weren't home. So I did it by myself. And uh, it, I, you gave me the whole protocol. You were very thorough in the way that you told me how to do it made a tea and all that. So I was setting my intention around it. I can feel what I felt then as I talk about this, because I was so scared. Mm. I hadn't done a dose like that, you know, ever. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd done some mushrooms, but not like, not intentional like not that. A therapeutic and I dose. try to think what I was so scared about. I think I was scared that I was like going to lose my mind, mm-hmm. you know? I guess. I, I don't know. Well, the the thing is, is that if anyone has had any experience with it in the past and if they were at maybe a concert or something and they had a lot of stimulus around them, um, it's going to bring up the stuff that it's needing you to bring up. It's not going, oh, she's just partying right now. Let's just make sure she's like happy and mm-hmm. and full of joy. Like sometimes if you need to process some muck, it's going to bring it up and it's not the best time to do that. That's why I think that doing at least one or two a year to really like cancel clear some of the stuff that you really need to get out of your system will really help you Mm -hmm. have better enjoyable trips whenever you want to do that. But people are afraid of getting stuck in that loop that if they are having a scary like trauma processing loop. They either dissociate and um, just try to get away from it and just not shut surrendering. down. Like yes. the not surrender. Right? Yeah. Or they um, they they don't surrender and they just like fight it and they get in this horrible purgatory where they they feel this stress of not letting themselves blast off and and surrender to the the powers that be that would really help you get what you want done. And so that's why I feel like it's really important if you're worried about that to be with a facilitator because they'll help you like calm you down and get you focused on the thing that you're trying to get accomplished on that trip. And um, yeah, I'm. that's why I gave you way less because I wasn't able to be there. But now after helping up quite a few people on it, you're a very strong person that had experience with like other things. So I felt more confident leaving you. But um, I think that the first time, especially on a really therapeutic dose like that, you should really have someone that you trust. Um, I do too. I just stay really conscious of it because it just came up to me. I was thinking about a friend that she told me, she and her husband told me a story about um, at the end of Burning Man, you know, she had just taken too much of, I don't even really know what, but Mm -hmm. I know a lot of psychedelics. And she went into psychosis Mm -hmm. and had to go in the hospital and stuff. So like, it's important to just stay really conscious of that, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, if you're mixing a lot of stuff together, I just want to, if people are listening, I just want to make that aware that if your body might, your body might freak out. It's like uh, releasing a lot of tension, uh, releasing a lot of trauma. You might re-experience some of the trauma to be able to Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Even in breath work, I've heard of people. Exactly. Not happen. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. And mm-hmm. and you just need support through it and you need someone to let you like to ground you and let you know that you're you're experiencing this for a reason and you're going to come out on the other side better and that uh, if you don't experience it you're just going to hold it in your body for the rest of your life so um it's kind <laughs> of all. yeah <laughs> it's kind of like people are afraid to face that that fear or that mo- moment but honestly that's why I'm a huge fan of 
either microdosing and not getting to that point and just over time releasing it little by little by either being yawny or uh, highly energized or something like that or just – Yeah, or just getting big and Mm -hmm. like really getting that out of your system because if you don't take enough, you're going to have a less than stellar time in my opinion. If you take enough – with support, you're not going to have the ability to hold on. You're going to just blast off and you're going to be in another realm, a very healing realm, and then you're going to come back. And the higher dose that you take, the faster the trip is because your body's getting in out of your system faster. Yeah. Mine was really fast, actually, the one that we're talking it's like three about. three to four hours. I drank, yeah. I drank it at like 630 or you feel it seven, faster. felt it really fast. And then I was like a Sleep and done by eleven, eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. After giving, you know, speeches to the universe in my bedroom, <laughs> I talked to from Joel Austin. I talked to you. I talked to my sister, my children. I cried. I saw a big train pull up that said "Goddess" on it. I'm still wearing my goddess necklace. Like it's still, it's still. That was my goddess trip. I call it. But mm-hmm. yeah, some people are on the goddess train. Some people are not. Yeah. And you never know what what card you're going to be dealt, especially with a bunch of different types of psychedelics out there like ayahuasca or ibogaine or whatever it is. But it's 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 really interesting if you're very intentional about it and -hmm. you know what you want to work on in you'll you'll get stuff that you don't even know you need to work on done. Don't worry about that. But um, if you just feel supported and you just trust the medicine and you take enough, it can be completely transformative. Or you can just stick with microdosing and you can have just that nice connection feeling. Because I think that's the biggest problem with this planet right now is that people don't feel connected to themselves. They don't feel connected to their neighbors. They don't feel connected to nature. They just are completely disconnected. And and I think that's the one beautiful thing that microdosing does. Like it has a million benefits like focus and mood and clarity and all of that. But I think the biggest thing is connection. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you sometimes feel like you're losing your shine a little bit? Well, let me tell you about BetterHelp. That's help, H-E-L-P. Sometimes when we feel like we're not shining our brightest, a little bit of professional therapy can go a long, long way. And that's what BetterHelp is all about. As soon as you go on, you can start communicating with a professionally licensed therapist in under 48 hours. They have a broad range of expertise available, which might not be available wherever you live. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes you need a sex therapist, right? And maybe you live in a small town and there's only one and you're like, I don't think so. <laughs> right? People talk. Anyway, it's available worldwide and they have a huge range of expertise available, which is beautiful. And you can log in anytime. You can change therapists anytime. And you can send messages to your therapist anytime, getting timely and thoughtful responses that are quick. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you don't have to make the trek to an office. You don't have to sit there and wait. You don't have to feel awkward around other people, right? Uh, thinking like, what are they, what are they here for? Are they wondering what I'm here for? Do I look weird? <laughs> I've been to therapy. Okay. I get it. Uh, so anyway, they're committed to good matches. So if you need to switch therapists, it is no sweat for them. They will sweat you free. They will change you free of charge, sweat you. They will help you change full free of charge. 
no problem there. They want you to live a happier life today. So simply go to their website. They have a ton of testimonials that are posted literally daily at betterhelp.com slash reviews. So rad. So you can go to betterhelp.com slash AES for the Amy Edwards show, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And you can get 10% off when you go there to betterhelp.com slash AES, 10% off of your first month. How rad is that? Betterhelp.com slash AES. It really does. Because I was so surprised with a couple things that came up when I was playing with my microdose at first, you know, with you. Do you remember this? And Yeah, I, you have to. And I had too much and I cried like about the Holocaust. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, where did that even come from? Like, I didn't know I had anything in me about the Holocaust that I needed to process. But maybe it was also, though, about that connection and just feeling more connected to history and humanity and, you know, love and pain and all of it. I'm glad you brought that up because we're used to taking pharmaceuticals that are very Mm -hmm. dosed out that you can expect the same amount all the time. And your doctor just gives you what you what he thinks that you need. Yeah. And even then you still have to kind of like with SSRIs and whatnot, you have to kind of tweak your dosage and figure out what's right for you. Yeah. So just think about it like that. Like you are a little bit of a mad scientist. And that's why in my microdosing guide, I have a tracker because it's really important that you like write down, okay, you know what? I'm actually pretty sleepy on this. Maybe I should start taking it before bed or uh, this specific dosage was the right one for me. It like really helps me just have that nice meditation in the morning and then get about my day. So that's why I think that people are a little afraid to be like mad scientists to an extent and figuring out what's going to work for them, but it's so worth it. And it's also that whole thing of like really paying attention to it because um, you have always been very in tune with your body. Like you, you know, for birth control, you pay so close attention to your own natural cycles, which I really admire because I never did that. And I, it's not, it's not something I've really taught my daughters to do and I really need to, you know, but it's about taking the time to do it and just getting conscious about it. And that it's just, sometimes it's overwhelming to think of all the things we got to get conscious about. (laughs) It is, it is. And I think that's why it's easy to just pop the pills and go about your day. Right. But if you just give yourself like five things. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm going to just make sure that like I have a bottle that tells me how much I drink like water throughout the day. So I'm focused on how much I'm hydrating mm-hmm. myself. I need to do even better about that. I focus about like the the foods in case I ate something that made me feel bad. I remember like take note of that. Um, and then sleep, right? I have a We have the aura ring that helps us track mm-hmm. whether or not we're getting good sleep. And then your microdose, right? So I think if you just like focus on just a few things that are, I mean, foundationally who we are as humans, then everything else is a little bit easier. Because when your brain is at working at its best capacity and it's hydrated and it has good sleep and it has a little bit of a support, then you can do so much more. Yeah. And I noticed since I've quit drinking very much anyway, like when I was drinking on the reg, I didn't realize it was affecting my mood the way it was. And now if I drink, I notice that like Tuesday, if I drink, you know, Friday or Saturday or something like a few days later, I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. I'm just fucking depressed. And I think that like, you can just get down and you, you, 
can't even make the association because it's happening so much in your life. So you might be like, why am I depressed? You know, you think it's actually something going on in your life or you're like, what did I eat? Or I didn't sleep well, but you didn't sleep well because you drank. And, you know, it's, it's hard to pinpoint unless you actually cut it out and then put it back in. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we give other things so much focus in our lives, but not ourselves enough. Like, why are we like that? Why do we not focus on number one? Like, why do I not make sure that I have everything that I need so that I can be a better member of society? Why am I just giving my energy and attention and focus to everything else but myself? And I did that for like 15 years. I think we're conditioned to do it. Yeah. Like in society, especially as women. Mm -hmm. No two, we see it all around and it's like, give, give, give. And like, what are you doing for others? And that kind of stuff. And I don't think we're taught that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. now, I feel like there's a, like a, you know, a trend to do that and, mm-hmm. you know, put your own oxygen mask on first kind of thing. Yeah. It's all very interesting. And I think that if I hadn't worn myself out or gotten a little bit burned out, that I wouldn't have taken the time to like look back on what it, what were my patterns? What was I doing? Like, what do I really think about money? What do I really think about health? What do I really think about myself? Cause you don't really ask yourself that much. Like you just feel it. You, you see the, that what happens when you don't pay attention to that, because you can look at your bank account or you can look at your the fact that you haven't had sex with your partner in two months, or you can like look back at these things and go, oh, heck, like how did I get so far disconnected from focusing on those things? And and that's the thing that that really helped me just figure out what do I need to focus on myself and what can I help other people focus on to where they will fundamentally have a better life. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about this Vita training that you're doing. So, um, it's was um, put together by Layla Martin. I don't know if you you've just turned me on to her. Okay. Yeah. Well, you showed me because you were doing it, so mm-hmm. I checked her out. So, I I think that it's really interesting because a lot of the work that she's put together it's a tantric, like it, it's tantra. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's processing um, trauma, or it's really connecting with yourself and asking parts of yourself why, like. Um, for instance, why am I afraid to use my voice sometimes? And when you ask yourself, your ego or whatever it is that's keeping you from doing it, it's really a protection mechanism, right? It's it's just helping you. It's not really a bad thing. It's just, it's scared. It's scared that it's going to say the wrong thing or uh, that it's going to get chastised or made fun of. Just that you'll mess up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And And so that's the thing is that instead of like, I'm going to kill my ego, it's, I'm going to nurture my ego and I'm going to tell my ego it's okay that if we fail and we are a colossal mess up on this podcast, it's okay. Um, it, it's kind of just like nurturing yourself and and being there for yourself and then teaching you how to do that for other people. So she does it in the sense of sex, love, and relationships because that is such an important part of our lives. You can have such a much richer, more beautiful life if you really figure out how to have better relationships and in sex, love and relationship. But then I took it a little bit further with 
which she talks about this as well, but the connection between our energy and money and sex and everything, right? So when you're not focused on the programming that you got, because you, your attachment style and how you spend money came from the programming of your parents and society at large, what the one that you lived in, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it can be a very messed up, weird, like if your dad was, because you, you tend to be at, attracted to your opposite for balance. And so it's a very confusing um, like message that you could be getting from your dad versus your mom. And then the way that you translate that into your own style can sometimes happen way too young. And then you just live with it your whole life rather than stopping that and going, okay, now I'm at the point in my life where I have different goals. I have different ideas of what this should be. So I want to stop, cancel, clear all that in the past and figure out how I want to move forward with all of those things. So that's that's kind of like I took her training and I reprogrammed it to be something that I knew deeply um, mm-hmm. to be my own truth. And then I use psychedelics to just go harder and faster at getting the results that you might want, right? Because yeah. people don't have the attention span or they don't have the ability to have the time to devote to living out in a monastery to get to the peace that you need to. Um, whereas with psychedelics, you might be able to get there a little bit faster in the society that we're currently living in. I don't even barely have time for the psychedelics. I'm like, oh, this one takes 15 minutes. Great. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so that's the thing is, um, I'm so freaking excited about putting together something and I've seen it work on myself and I've seen it work on two other clients and, and now I want to retool it a little bit more and move forward with it. I mean, I'm just at the beginning of it and I'm so happy to see the results that I've already seen come out of it. And I can't wait to see what happens with more people. But yeah, it's it's kind of like, uh, oh, that's why I did all this. That's why I got so into brain chemistry. And that's why I was so interested in Layla Martin's program. And And I mean, still my branding, like your messaging as a person it is it, it all makes sense and it was just one day when Drew was out of town which is my partner i did a trip for clarity and i came out of it like aha it's not all some like hodgepodge like frankenstein it all makes sense when i put it together in the right way and i think that it can really help people well, yeah for sure um oh, damn i had like three thoughts while you were saying that and i forgot but I think that it's really important to let it develop. It's okay to have a hodgepodge for a minute. It'll come together. Trust that you're putting together your outfit or whatever it is, you know, your accessories and stuff, and it's going to come together. You're going to take off this and put on that and it's going to fit. Maybe not right this minute, but it's, I think that I guess I was thinking about my own website and brand. Cause I was like, gosh, I need to update it. And I need to evolve. I'm all, you're always trying to evolve it. And that's good because that is viewing it as a living thing. Like you were saying. Well, cause you're always evolving and it always has to match yeah. who you are. I yeah. mean, when I gave myself some space and I came back to the program that I was working on and I was like, ew, 
Like what? Ill. Wait, yeah. which program was this? This My was branding your branding, program. right? Yeah. And you were I, working on that for so long. That's why you never released it. And I was kind of waiting for you to. And then this, and then you were like, no. So that's what you did. You scratched it or? Well, I didn't scratch it, but I realized that I was trying to fit into what I thought society wanted. Yeah. And I was like, this why, is what I'm supposed to put out. Why am I My still coaching package or whatever? playing into the, this is how you're supposed to market. And I was like, there's so many times, you know, when I had a boutique after a while, I was like, you understand the waste associated with boutiques. And you're kind of like, oh, that doesn't play into my core values anymore. And then I started doing events and I was like the trash from events. It's just not playing into my core values anymore. And I was like, why am I like hitting these roadblocks when I love some of these things so much? And it's like, because I'm not staying true to who I am. And when you stay true to who you are and you figure out who you are, then it's easier for you to put yourself out and it feel really authentic and it feel really right and it's sustainable. Like I know that when I put this out that I'm going to do tiny tweaks along the way, but it's not going to be this massive overhaul anymore because it just in my messaging and the words that I was using and the way that I was dressed in my promo photos, I was like, that is so not me. Like, oh, that sort of business blazer. And it's really like, not. It's not. Uh-uh. And the words that I was using and and even parts of my program, I was like, that is so like what male. Like that is so, I mean, I, I, I can't, I've totally just <laughs> You're like, I got rid them of them out. in my vocabulary. They're gone. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, why did I, I know why I did that, but I was like, thank goodness that I didn't put it out. I was really down on myself for not putting it out. But I was like, it's almost like internally I knew that I was like, that's not you. That's gross. Don't do that. And then finally, after some clarity, I was like, oh. I know because you probably were worried. You were like, I've committed. To, on the other hand, you're like, I've committed to this. I've told people. Yeah. I told my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Been mm-hmm. working on it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You feel yeah. like you have to. Yeah. And, and and it was so – because you w- don't want to be a liar. You want to, like, follow through. But then I was just like – But you were lying in the whole thing. I was lying to myself, lying which to is yourself. the most right. important thing to not do. Which is – we can frame it different ways. Like, you don't really think you're lying to yourself. But it's kind of like what you were saying with the waste of events or something like that. And you just go, wow, that's part of it. Okay, yeah. whatever. That's part of it. I don't like it. But it's normal. You can take action on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's the, the clarity that I've gotten really put my soul at peace. And that's the thing. That's the the thing that I want to offer people is the clarity of like, who are you? Why are you the way that you are? What do you want to change about that? How do you change it? What's going to make you feel good about putting yourself out in a good way? Yeah. Um, let's touch on the sex aspect of it. Like, how how have you shifted in that and how important is that to it? So I think when I started realizing how my attachment style and love and relationships very much mirrored money because they typically do. Like w- be more specific. Okay, on so that, you're like, I, I need to sort that out in my own life. <laughs> <laughs> like so today. You're either avoidant or you're like attached. You're either. Okay. Um, so how people spend money when they are the attached style. Yes. Is the, I read that book too about attachment yeah. styles or whatever. Yeah. Attached, I think it's mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. And then um, like the people that are avoidant are like typically a little bit more reserved. And and if you don't understand. Meaning, meaning in their spending too. In their spending and in, in their love. Mm-hmm. They they are um, 
a little bit more shut off or not as trusting, or they might not let you in as much. And so understanding your own style and your partner's style will really help you. And that's why I love psychedelics too, because it breaks down walls and allows you to rebuild and rebond in a beautiful way. Um, and, and that definitely worked for my relationship. Mm. Uh, and, and I think that also like if you've heard of sex magic before, right? Oh yeah. Where I'm, I'm, I've practiced it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, for people that don't know what that is, do you want to explain it? No, I want you to. So sex magic is so how everything is energy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when you are turned on and fired up about life. So whether it just be that I'm completely single, I don't have a relationship, but my business is really just like getting me off. Like I'm so happy about all the people that I touch and the, the experiences that I'm having. I'm going to be like driving in a totally different way, right? Whereas like if you have goals, the, the different ways in which your body and your mind and your whole life vibrates, um, you can kind of like use that as a tool too. So for instance, if I have these lofty goals, um, the five sense reality is kind of like, what does that smell like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? Like really trying to understand what that is like it helps you get your body used to the idea of it to where it actually moves forward in the fact that, okay, it's not a waste of my time and energy. That is an actual possibility. Let's move forward rather than know everything that you've done in the past has showed us that that's a waste of time. We just need to focus on eating, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever you're like showing your body and your mind that it's possible, you can do that by yourself with a pl- pleasure practice, or you can do it with a partner. And it's even extra points if your partner envisions the same thing as you are. Um, so if you have a goal together or they are ta- thinking about your goal for you and you're actually having an orgasm while that's going on in your mind. So you embody all five senses mm-hmm. while you're having an orgasm thinking about that one thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it with the the whole five senses thing. Well, you should probably do it by yourself for a while, just trying yes. to understand what that feels like because you can recall that much easier once you've had a little bit of practice with it. But then when you have a real visual of that and you're your mind and body and everything is vibrating in that the highest form of energy possible, which is orgasm, then that's putting some amazing energy behind your goals getting accomplished. Have you done much of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's really interesting because you can do it with just breath work. You can do it with self-pleasure. You can do it with your partner. You can do it with your partner and some psychedelics like Mm -hmm. MDMA Mm -hmm. and mushrooms, which is my favorite. And just uh, your reality opens up in a completely different way. You see yourself and the potential and you believe it on on like a fundamental level. Yeah, because you have to allow yourself to really do it and go there. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, my brain can get in the way sometimes. Oh, so yeah. doing it by myself, I started doing that during the pandemic mm-hmm. and, um, and it was good, really good for me mm-hmm. just to get in touch with myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it took out like the part, it took me more into my body and took out the part where I'm like fantasizing about mm-hmm. some sort of sexual scenario or something like that. Well, you you finally get to the point where you're not um, just like acting. You're not doing what you think that you need to. Like, this is what sex is supposed to be like. I'm worried about 
finally getting to that orgasm. I'm worried about what my partner's being like. Sometimes when you use sex as a tool, you kind of go in with the intention like, I'm not trying to get anything out of it other than a high vibration, right? Oh, like so, so it kind of like puts the pressure off of what you're trying to accomplish in it. And you're just like, how can I really show my brain that this is possible? Because, right, is like, if your brain believes and you feel the ecstaticness of reaching your goals, your brain doesn't know the difference. They always say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you really show your brain, look how good my goal can feel. Yeah. Then your brain's like, well, hot damn, <laughs> let's get that. Let's get more of that. Right. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, I, and I'm going to keep going deeper into this as I, as I finish the program, but I mean, I'm a completely different person than I was seven years ago in, oh, for in sure. the sense of sex, in the sense of money, in the sense of psychedelics, in the sense of my business. I mean, and I owe it all to just opening my mind up enough to allow myself to try something that everyone has told me is scary. But they also say it's really good for us. You mm -hmm. know, yes, everyone says it's scary, but at the same time, it's also that whole push yourself out of your comfort zone. They say it's scary, but it's really not. And just really, yeah. I, I mean, not once you get in there <laughs> and you come out, and everybody does. Everybody does. It's true. And so, once even you, my friend who went into psychosis, <laughs> she's fine. Exactly. She's fine. Yeah, and she just didn't probably didn't have the support that she needed, or maybe she was she on was a really lot tired too. I think she was really tired, <laughs> and that happens at Burning Man. Uh, yes, it yeah. does. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, so what is going deeper on this look like then? You don't know, I guess. Well, I mean, the more that I practice myself and then help facilitate it for other people, like mm -hmm. get them to do it, because everybody is so different that I want to understand what's going to work, like for people because even different age groups that have different stigmas about sex like need a little extra in certain capacities some that are a little bit more open because they've been around the openness of sex a little longer go a little bit faster you know what yeah, i mean because i'm surprisingly reserved i get very um nervous Really? Yeah, I know. Does that surprise you? Yes. It always surprises Justin too. Like I tell him, like, even if we talk about other sexual scenarios and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm never the one moving fast or moving first or whatever. I get really nervous. Mm -hmm. I get really nervous. And I don't know what it is if I'm like just self-conscious or just, it's just that intimate moment with another person makes me um, just nervous. Like, you know. So what you should do is you okay. should start asking yourself some questions. Tell and, me what to ask. Okay. What do I ask? So when ask you're, me right now. I'll answer. No, it's, it's like you need to be alone okay. and you need to lay down and you need to um, envision the thing that you want, right? So maybe it's an experience where you're not nervous and you f you're just free flowing and you're just open and you aren't scared and you imagine that. And then you wonder in your body, you try to feel in your body, what part of my body has a little bit of a reaction to that? What part of my body tenses up or what part of my body goes mm -mm, not safe or yeah, right, or gets butterflies, whatever it is, there's a million different ways that your body will react. Mm -hmm. And then you have to ask that part of your body. Okay, that would be like here. Okay. Why? Uh-huh. Why are you doing that? And if you ask long enough and you wait long enough, it'll tell you why. Because I'm scared I'm not loved. I already know. 
Okay. I'm like, I'm I'm checking in with this. Like I Uh can tell that's probably it. Okay. Yeah. So then you have a conversation with it and you say, what makes you think that you're not loved? Not that part. I I don't know. Yeah. So you have to have a conversation. You have to give it space. It Mm -hmm. has to feel safe, right? And you have to say, okay, maybe something happened way, way back in the day and it made you feel like you weren't loved. But let's have a conversation about that now. What can I do to make you feel loved, to prove to you that you are loved, that I love you, and that's all that matters, right? And then when it softens and it takes a little bit, right, it's going to soften more and more. And then you're just going to start feeling this, like, openness that you've never felt before. Because I had some walls, let me tell you. I know you did. That's very encouraging to hear because I think I'm still working I know I'm still working on a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And I still have more walls. It's going to be constant uh, work that I'm going to be doing. Mm -hmm. But what comes out of that work is so worth it that I'm going to keep doing it forever. How does your boyfriend feel about this? All this? (laughs) What do you mean? In what sense? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's definitely like, when I met you, you were not woo-woo and you were totally like this entrepreneur, like straight. Like, did I sign up for this? Yeah. <laughs> and now you're very interesting. But um he's he's really interesting himself and he's he's been really supportive more recently because he's been seeing some of the benefits of the work. Nice. Um and I've been really grateful for that because I was afraid to even be open with him about it before. No, I know, especially if you're already in a relationship and you're changing mm-hmm. and growing, mm-hmm. which, of course, he likes you because you do that, you mm-hmm. know, and you push the envelope in your own ways. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely brought us so much closer. The bonding, obviously, that comes with doing a psychedelic experience with your partner is profound and amazing, but then also doing work like this where you have deeper conversations. I mm-hmm. mean, I had him do some of the practices with me from um, Layla's group program. And at first he was like, this is so awkward. This is so weird. And he comes from a like a Baptist, like very strict upbringing and very closed off upbringing. I mean, very loving upbringing, but very. Sure. No, I understand. Yeah. And um, and he, he was very uncomfortable with it, too. But he, it's even opened himself up. So I can only imagine in five to ten years how crazy, amazing we're going to be. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. So Hopefully. good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all really amazing work that I'm so glad that I live at the time that I could find it, right? That I lived at the time that Layla was able to teach this um, digitally and the time when it was psychedelics were accessible and the time where I didn't, I mean, we live in a beautiful time where we're not worried about a lot that people used to in the past. And we get to have technology and speak on a, something like this Mm -hmm. that can reach tons of people live on. Yeah. Reverberate throughout the universe. We Mm -hmm. don't know. Maybe aliens are picking it up. We don't know. I hope so. I do too. Hi. <laughs> we love you. We Send love more you. mushrooms. Um, yeah. let's, I, I want to um, tell everybody more about your guide okay. and what they can what they can do with it. Because I've enjoyed it. I read the enti- entire thing. It's not that long. It's like mm-hmm. 10, what is it, 10 pages? Mm-hmm. I mean, not exactly 10 pages, more like eight. 
And it's really nice because it's got a lot about entrepreneurs and then you've got frequently asked questions, different protocols, which is really cool, including your own protocol, mm-hmm. uh, which I totally knew yours and <laughs> or knew a lot about it. And then and then you've got a lot of um, facts about how your brain actually functions, like nerding out on neuroplasticity. Yeah. In case there are people out there that really want to understand like how it's working in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, if they're not like, I'm not into that woo woo. I don't care about spirit and, uh, plant medicine. It's kind of like, okay, this is how it's really affecting your brain and your body. So I wanted to leave that in there for people that are interested in that, but definitely not everybody is. Um, I think though a lot of people a lot of people are okay. because that's such a valid way to embrace it, you know, mm-hmm. because you can go, oh, my gosh, I really for me, ruminations are a big tendency for my brain. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to ruminate on the good mm-hmm. shit or the bad shit? Well, I easily can fall in the bad shit, but it wipes away those um, neural patterns. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like to think about it as uh, and I'm sure other people, if they've been researching psychedelics, have heard of this, but it's kind of like if you were to ski down a mountain the same like way yeah, exactly. every time and then it snows. And the psychedelics are snow. Mm-hmm. They kind of uh, wipe clean those tracks that you're constantly going down and allow you to go in a different direction. And so that's that was the analogy that really sparked my interest in figuring Me too. out Me too. how I'm going to know more about this. How am mm-hmm. I going to figure this out? And the more studies that they're doing, it's just amazing. It's people don't believe it. They don't believe all of the benefit that can come out of it because it sounds too good to be true. But then it's backed up by science now and experience. Like I've helped so many people and talked to so many people about microdosing and they all have the same experience. Amazing. There's, Which is just the creativity, the mood, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I mean, it really just depends on what they need it for. Mm-hmm. And the, the belief that it's going to work for them. And they, uh, they've they seen profound things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, But I think what people need to understand at first, before I knew enough, people were taking stuff and going, oh, I'm tired on it. I'm like, okay, well, then you take it for bed. Whereas before they were like, I'm just going to quit because I'm tired. And I'm like, well, no, just take it before bed then, right? Mm-hmm. It, we're all different. We're not just a one protocol, one dose one thing is going to work across the board you have to figure out what's right for you and Mm -hmm. when you take the time to highly customize what you're trying to get out of it and how you're going to get it you have really good results yep yep it's it's about intentionality so much Mm -hmm. and just and that surrender piece of it you know being like yeah this is my intention but i'm just going to surrender to what i'm supposed to be taught exactly yeah um so i want to just Tell everybody if they want to work with you, they can. Yes. Um, so you, you're doing, you put, you put, uh, first of all, I see that you've, uh, you've named your farm Wild Fern. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that name? You. Where'd you get that catchy name? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Wild Fern. I got yeah. so excited. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know. I was v- thrilled to see that, my, my contribution. Mm-hmm. So, yay. But yeah, um, I just wanted to, Tell people that like they can go to your farm and work with you. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, your microdosing guide is only $17. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
And, um, and so they can go to story by style, story X style and, and your, your retreat's growing, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be growing. Well, the, the retreat is kind <laughs> of like, uh, I'm not going to offer that to too many people. It's mm-hmm. more of like a deep dive, but my program What's on your website. So. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I'm just saying like, <laughs> it's so there for the world. <laughs> if someone just wants to bar- barely dip their toe, I would say do the microdosing guide or talk to me about it. Or if they want to do my program, they can do the online version. Or if they want to work with me on one-on-one, that's possible. And on top of that, I'll have a couple of retreat spots uh, a year, mm-hmm. but those are going to be extra special. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to come to one. Okay. You know. Well, I have to test it out on someone. Oh, great. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, I fucking name the farm. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, no, I'm just joking, but, um, but it is really beautiful. What's legal there in Virginia? Nothing. Okay. Nothing yet. Uh-uh. Yeah. But we're working on it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I don't know how that functions, but whatever. Yeah. Nothing yet. Yes. And uh, I mean, that stuff's really coming fast, though, I think. How many states is it legal? Do you know off the top of well, your head? Well, it's it's in um, four cities, but I think that it, I'm I'm uh, following and helping quite a few like decriminalized nature um, platforms that mm-hmm. are really working on just getting the, up the legislation poll. So it's really about um, I could probably soon get it in my area if they would al- allow for that, but hopefully it'll be a, f- a across the board um, federally eventually. Yeah. Cause it says it's, it's uh use sale and possession of psilocybin in the U S is despite state laws is illegal under federal law. Yeah. But in November, 2020, Oregon mm-hmm. made the first state to decriminalize psilocybin and legalize it for therapeutic use. Mm-hmm. Go Oregon. Yeah. And, and Seattle and, uh, Denver and, Oh, okay. Um, I thought there was something about Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, not the entire state, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Denver. It, mm-hmm. So everyone cross your fingers. Baby steps. It's, it's really important. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do to help advance that legalization? Yeah. I mean, you can vote on it, uh, especially bring it to the attention of um, what's great is that there are so many groups all over the United States pushing it up the, the, the flagpole. And then it's just the community has to go ahead and make their voices known that they want that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause what I'm, worried about is that they're probably just going to wait until it's something that they can make money off of and then they'll make it. But whatever, whatever it it, it happens, happens uh, as long as it becomes accessible to people. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, look at weed though. So exactly. we're already pretty far on that mm-hmm. for better or worse, yeah. whatever it is. So exactly, I prefer this. Yes, me mm-hmm. too. All right. So as we wrap up, what do you want to share before we go? Anything that calls on your heart or anything that we didn't get to today that you really feel called to share? I think it's um, if you are experiencing something in your life where you know that it's possible. I mean, you think it's probable that you could have it better, right? So Um, I wish that I could be a little bit happier or I wish I could be a little less anxious or I wish that I could connect with myself or people a little bit more. Just know that there are tools out there that can help you accomplish that and that there are people that want to support you in doing that and that you just have to reach out with questions, that it's as simple as that, right? Just connect with someone that has a little bit of experience 
that'll um, demystify it a little bit. And um, the effects of just talking to someone about some of these things, whether it be breath work or whether it be yoga or a little bit of a healthier habit um, type of life, whatever it is, you have control over your life and you already have the power inside of you. You don't have to have a magic pill. You don't have to have a special protocol. You just have to believe in yourself and get support to believe in yourself. So I think that's the thing is that I just want people to understand that they can have the life that they want. They just have to put a little bit of work into it. And I know it seems daunting, but there are plenty of people out there that want to help you. Like Including you. Amy. <laughs> Not like me. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's review how everyone can find you too. And just, can I just say thank you? Thank yes. you for doing this because I know that you were kind of busy here visiting town and I'm just so, so happy it worked out. Mm-hmm. So grateful. Thank well, I'll always you. make time for you. Amy. Well, same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just so, I'm just so glad. Yeah. So glad. And to Thank share you. everything that you're doing and all your growth and what you're putting out in the world because it's special and it's important. I really appreciate it because it means a lot to me. So the ability to be able to tell my story and put it out there and maybe connect with people that need my support just is exciting. So thank you. Yeah. And that's what resonates with people when you're doing something you so believe in, you know, mm-hmm. and it's inspiring for whatever they're excited about, you mm-hmm. know, to make happen. So exactly. anyway, that's great. So yes. So everybody can find you at story by style, story X style on Instagram. No. You changed it. Mm-hmm. Mushroom. Mama Sita. Um, that's your new handle on Instagram. Uh-huh. <gasps> and on my As website. Of when? Yesterday? Mm-hmm. And oh, no more story by style. Mm-mm. Actually, you know what? I, I kind of thought that that should happen. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so. Hold on. I got to well, see. Bijou. So the, there the you website are. is being redirected right now. It's mm-hmm. mushroommamacita.com. There it is. And um, oh, I like Instagram. it. No, yeah. You must have done this this week. Yeah. Because I feel like I just looked at I it. I finally came to terms with it because I was afraid of like, I am Mushroom Mamacita and I just need to own it. And yes, step and, into it. Yeah. And before I was like, but it's not legal. And I'm still everything. I have business cards with story by style on mm-hmm. it. And like those stupid excuses. And I finally <laughs> was just like, is it available? Yep. I got it. And I was like, got the website, got the Instagram handle and, and I'm, TikTok. Yeah. And your TikTok. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, good. Okay. So sorry, I meant to explain no, that to no, you. No, no, I'm glad. Well, I, I, you know what, I'm doing the intro after this, so I'll be able to say it. But okay. no, that's really, I, I, I actually was thinking that too. Yeah. So, cause I, that part of it just wasn't quite fitting with everything. Yeah. And it was like, why not just go whole hog? It was the old, it was the old thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that final push that made you do it? Drew said something mm-hmm. and I thought about it and I'm, I had a microdose meditation on it. And then I was like, okay, going, going for it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good for you. No, I think it's the right step. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh yeah. And we have, there's a cool meditation too. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Is that free or is that available on your website? How do people get So they meditation? get the bundle, the medit- okay. the microdosing guide comes with the uh, guide the tracker, the meditation, and the Facebook group for support. Okay. Oh, that's so good. Yes, here it is. So it's really easy to purchase on your website, which looks beautiful. That's Thank right. You. Habit. Oh, the habit tracker. That's cool. Printable journal, specially recorded guided meditation. So I want to tell people I did that meditation. Justin and I did it together. We didn't take any 
mushrooms or anything. Um, holy Lord, it knocked us out completely because <laughs> you had a hypnotherapist speak what you wrote. And we were like, I could hardly wake up. Like it was like I fell asleep. I didn't want to fall asleep, but I did mm-hmm. and uh, knocked me out. And then that night, Justin had like a really intense vision. Did I tell you that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, well, and that's really good. At, at, people have to understand right when you take a microdose, you are open to reprogramming. So it is important what you listen to. You don't want to listen to like crappy news Mm-mm. right after taking a microdose. You want to listen to something that tells you that you're amazing and says that you're needed in the world and that you can connect with people. So all of the messaging that's in that meditation, I've been doing it for, I think, 15 days now. And it really is helping me just because I I believe it. I, I think it whenever I'm listening to it. And it just, my body and mind are open to that message. And when I listen to it consistently, I think it is making a difference. It goes into your subconscious. I did that, you know, with my ketamine journeys and the ketamine infusions that were pretty intense and mm-hmm. made my own meditation, which made a huge difference for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So use that time wisely exactly. for sure. For sure. Well, good. Anything else before we go? Anything I missed? Anything? No. Yay. I love you so much. I'm so happy we did this. I want this ring, too, by the way. Uh, so pretty. Um, so thank you, Beach. I love you so much. You. You're officially Mushroom Mamacita now. It's official. On this show is the first time I've coming out as Mushroom Mamacita. Yes. Hi, You're coming out party. <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad. Well, I love you so much. And um, and congrats on the, building this new conscious business that means so much to your heart. I mean, that that's beautiful. Thank Feels you. right. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you shared it here. Yeah. I encourage everyone to go follow you at Mushroom Mamacita. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Huge thanks to Bijou for being here today. Thank you to you for being here and helping the show grow. I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be sitting here right now and to have the news that it is growing. We're ranking like 180 or something like that on spirituality. So I'm stoked to see that continue to rise. That's just so exciting because I am striving to use my voice to help you strengthen yours. And so we all rise together because I believe that there's room for every single one of us and your voice is unique and very important. And your story is very important. So tell it loud and proud. Um, Today's affirmation too, that I want to start doing at the end of everyone is I have the courage to do what needs to be done. And I think that resonated with me after this conversation, because there's so much about fear wrapped up in expanding our minds and getting out of our comfort zone. And sometimes we know we've got to take that leap It's just, we get held back by our own stuff or everybody else's stuff. And just like Bijou was saying, she was talking about this rebrand too and how she was holding herself back from it, from really fully embracing it. And you know what? It's about having that courage to do what needs to be done. So many times we see it and then It's just like, oh, damn, I know I'm going to have to muster up some courage. I know I'm going to have to overcome something to get to it. So just know that you do have the courage to do what needs to be done. I have the courage to do what needs to be done. I have the courage to do what needs to be done. Add that one to your affirmations. Write it down on a post-it note. Stick it on your bathroom mirror, on your 
bedroom mirror, on your downstairs mirror, in your car, put it on your phone as a reminder, whatever you need to do, whatever your method is for your affirmation. And I, because mine is everywhere. <laughs> My methodology is uh, put it fucking everywhere so I can remember it. And because um, I need reminders, friends. And that is why we're part of why we're here, because it's all a practice. Don't forget that. It's not about perfection. It's about practice and doing it more often than not. And pretty soon it all adds up. I'm a big, big believer. So thank you so much. Don't forget to follow Beige at Mushroom Mamacita. That's Mamacita with an S, mushroommamacita.com or Mushroom Mamacita on Instagram. It's in the show notes as well. And, and I want to put a link up to her microdosing guide because it's cheap and you get like a bunch of information. So if you're at all interested, Great starting point. Great place to go for that initial support that she was talking about. And she's even creating a Facebook community around it, which is really cool. So anyway, I love you so much, Beach. Thank you so much for being here. Love you to the team that's here. Alyssa, we've got somebody new working. Colton, as always, thank you so much. And to Hot Pie Media for having us. Uh, don't forget that I'm also on Justin Wren's podcast, Overcome with Justin Wren. The next one coming out is Teddy Atlas. We have some incredible episodes. Zuby came out this week and it's great. So um, I'm, I'm so stoked to be a part of that because that's another great voice in the world that's just inspiring me as well as many others. And it's brought to you, of course, by Hot Pie Media. So thank you so much. Um, he Remember to follow me. I'm at Real Amy Edwards on Instagram. I'm at the magic babe. Yes, I started a TikTok. I'm at the magic babe on TikTok. And I've got a few things that are like kind of exclusive to TikTok. So maybe go check it out. And one of which I'm going to be talking about next week. So I'm so stoked about that. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Share it with a friend. Rate it, review it. I'm so grateful for those. We're trying to get up to like 100 reviews. So um, every little bit helps. You help and you matter. And I love you. So thank you so much and just wishing you peace and love and health and wealth and joy and abundance and all the good shit to you till next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this show, please rate and review. It totally matters. And I encourage you to spread the love too and share this episode with a friend if you feel called. 